This is The Space Shot, episode 63 for July 16th, 2017. Apollo 11, the launch of the century. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. I've got a personal note before I start today's episode. The grandpa that I'm named after was one of the people in my life that encouraged my love of space from a very young age. I spent time with him looking through his telescope and looking at star chart programs on his computer when I was a kid, and those are some of my best memories of the time we were able to spend together. He passed away two years ago on July 16th, and putting together today's episode was a little bit more difficult than normal. My grandpa loved history, and I know that if he were still here, I'd be talking to him about each episode after he listened to it. I'm lucky to be able to share these stories with my mom and dad, and now with everyone that listens to the show. My parents and family have listened to me talk about space since I was old enough to talk, basically, and now I just get to do the same thing, but with more people. I love sharing the stories and history behind the robotic and human missions that humanity has undertaken. And I hope that this year-long adventure into podcasting each day can help my family, friends, and you, the listener, understand just how important space, science, history, and storytelling is to who I am. Thank you all for your time and for your ears. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence starts. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. We've got a roll program. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. On July 16, 1969, a Saturn V rocket carrying the astronauts of Apollo 11 set off on a journey to land on the surface of the moon. Apollo 11, Houston, you're good at one minute. Downrange one mile, altitude three, four miles now. Velocity 2,195 feet per second. The prime crew of Apollo 11 Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins, as well as the backup crew, were all training in simulators up until the day before launch. Since Apollo 11 was the first mission where astronauts would be landing on the moon, NASA needed to prepare Armstrong and Aldrin, as well as Lovell and Hayes, for landing on the lunar surface. Over the last few days, I've been reading through a NASA monograph on the LLRV and its development and use for astronaut training. The Lunar Landing Research Vehicle and later the Lunar Landing Training Vehicle were one of the critical components of the entire Apollo program. Five of these vehicles were built, and three of them were crashed over the course of the Apollo program. The LLRV and LLTVs allowed astronauts to train in conditions that mimic the behaviors of the lunar module, while flying LLRV number one during a training exercise. Neil Armstrong had to eject from the vehicle due to a hydrogen peroxide thruster problem and a loss of pressure for the backup system. According to the monograph, quote, 
the vehicle's instrumentation did not provide him adequate warning about the adverse conditions, Armstrong was able to eject and return safely to the ground. Over the course of training for Apollo missions, astronauts spent thousands of hours in simulators and in test vehicles in the years and months leading up to their missions. <clears throat> for the crew of Apollo 11, all of their preparation went into a mission that lasted 8 days, 3 hours, 18 minutes, and 35 seconds. Over the next week, we'll talk more about Apollo 11, so this isn't the last time you'll hear about it. Yesterday, we talked about the Apollo-Soyuz test project mission that launched in 1975. Originally, I had planned to talk a little bit more about that mission today, but I'm shifting that to tomorrow when Apollo and Soyuz docked. Tomorrow, SpaceX, Robert Goddard, and Apollo Soyuz. Thank you all for listening to the show. Producing a daily podcast takes a lot of time, and I would love if you could take just a minute to leave a review or rating in Apple Podcasts and let me know what you think. If you're so inclined, you can ask me questions and chat on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Mulnix pretty much everywhere. Subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you know that loves history, space, or pop culture. I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.